everybody. Welcome to 2024 Cigars and Syndication. Um, I'm Robbie. I'm here with uh, Jay. Uh, today we're going to uh, talk about some of the trending topics coming up for 2024 uh, while we smoke this uh, Tatawahe Kajonu. Uh, what do you think about this cigar so far? Um, you know, we had a really wonderful 2023 mixed bag. We'll talk about that. Um, so we smoked uh, a Kajonu which is made by Tatuaje 2012, a black label. This is the white label. This, I think, is a little bit more smoother than the black label. It does. It may be, it may be a touch milder, uh, but, uh, but really good. Uh, I'm really, really enjoying it so far. I see you're uh, kind of struggling with your voice over there, uh, partying a little too hard on uh, New Year's Eve. Man, I wish that was the case. Uh, I'm battling a little laryngitis today, so bear with me. So uh, going back to our topic... Um, you know, we had a very, very interesting 2023, um, good in some ways, not so good in some ways. And, uh, you know, we, we started looking towards the future and try to figure out, uh, you know, the, the economy is moving, um, forward. Uh, the fed has just announced that they're going to stop raising interest rates. Uh, not a very good year. 2023 was not a very good year for real estate deals, uh, a lot of deals just stopped, didn't happen. Construction starts, stopped. Uh, construction is not happening because interest rates were high. Um, but it was a great year for the stock market. Yeah, for sure. A mixed bag. Um, you know, the, I think the, 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 the key word for me for 2023 was inflation, you know, and how the feds dealt with it and, and then how that in turn impacted the other markets. Yeah. You know, um, all the economists, including us, and we're not economists, but we watch the markets very, very closely. And uh, we were predicting that there would be a recession this year. Uh, we did not get that recession. And, um, you know, we, you know, I went back and I kind of looked at some of the statistics and numbers and, and try to kind of make sense of how come we didn't have a re recession, you know, in a normal, uh, normal time, uh, you know, when the Fed starts tightening. And, you know, we had said this at the beginning of the year that, in order for the Fed to hit their 2% uh, inflationary number, and remember, we were at 8% last year of inflation. Uh, in order to, for the Fed to hit their 2% number, uh, they're going to have to see uh, unemployment increase. That means jobs have to be cut. And, you know, that's your cycle, right? Jobs get cut. People lose their jobs. They stop spending. Um, demand goes down. Uh, and then uh, prices will start going down again. That's the normal flow of things. But you know what? We don't live in normal times, and COVID really changed a lot of things. Yeah, and 2023 was a perfect example of not normal. Uh, I don't believe that a lot of the outcomes were predictable. No, they were not. So we came up with four trends that we are going to keep an eye on to see what happens with the markets, um, and you know, it's all tied together, right? The stock market, the bond market, the real estate market, they all kind of overlap with each other. Uh, they all get affected by each other. Well, yeah, and I think um, I think the first one that you wanted to talk about was inflation and, you know, how the feds are going to keep that in check and then how, in turn, you know, that's going to hopefully lead to maybe some concessions down the road. So the PCE index as of today, this is January uh, 2024, uh, is hovering about 2%, which is the Fed's target. And, you know, yay, mission accomplished. But 
you know, Jerome Powell indicated that they were not planning on raising rates anymore. They didn't say anything about reducing rates. Um, some of the Fed governors did, but Jerome Powell did not. Um, and the indications are that they're going to start reducing rates by the middle of 2024. So we're at a 2% inflation rate right now. They're going to hold it steady, but they're going to keep a, a very close eye on it. Um, if it starts popping up again, they may tighten monetary policy again. And, you know, as you know, the tightening of the monetary policy is the reason why most of the real estate deals just came to a complete halt in 2023. Well, finishing out the year, uh, I know the Fed's met and, um, you know, they kind of gave a little bit of a positive twist on things as far as I think investors were concerned. Um, what do you see as a big red flag or are some red flags that could potentially off rail this, uh, this positive train? So the economy grew in 2023, which is, again, unusual when you have the Fed tightening monetary policy like that. You know, the S&P surged uh, 24%, which we were not expecting at all. Um, so what the reason the S&P surged 24% is because corporate profits grew. And corporate profits grew because prices went up and corporations just increased their prices and passed it on to the consumers. So the question should be, why are the consumers okay with paying higher and higher prices? You know, that's a great point. And I think, I think it really ties back to some of the stimulus checks and the savings that people accumulated during COVID and during some of those uh, shutdown periods. Yeah, Um you know, the the consumer wound up with savings like they've never had before. Uh, and then nowhere to spend them, right? COVID, everything was shut down, nowhere to spend all this money. But remember, you know, I got to make this point because everybody talks about, oh, the government gave free money to consumers. Oh, the government gave, you know, a $2,500 check or a $3,000 check to per person doesn't really make an impact. The impact was felt on the business side because remember... The government also gave us the uh, PPP, right? The Paycheck Protection Plan. Then they gave us the uh, ERC, which is the retention credit. Um, and those, uh, a lot of the small businesses, you know, got millions and millions of dollars back from the government. So the chunk of the money in stimulus didn't go to just the consumer. The consumer got, you know, two or $3,000 check. The chunk of the money went to corporations. United Airlines got a big, you know, most all corporations who retain their employees. So now you have employees who are sitting at home, getting their stimulus money, getting their paychecks as well, because in order for the government to give stimulus checks to uh, the Paycheck Protection Plan, you had to keep paying your employees. So the government basically helped pay the payroll plus stimulus checks, plus nowhere to spend it. So now we had this whole accumulated savings. So what do you do with the savings? The prices are going up. You spend. Yeah, that didn't seem to, it didn't seem to deter people from spending. And, and I think, um, you know, in addition to all that, I think the labor market is really crazy. And I think people, I mean, there's still millions of jobs post uh, listed and uh, that need to be filled. And, and, it's been consecutive months after month after month after month of of the demand for jobs. So 35 consecutive months, we have been uh, adding jobs. 
which as a consumer probably makes you feel confident. Right. So let's go back to the shutdown, right? People are getting paid. They have money. As soon as things start opening up, people are not going back to work because they have money. They have, they're sitting on savings, so they're not going back to work. And so the demand for jobs goes up, right? Uh, I'm sorry, not the demand for jobs, the supply of jobs. So that means job openings increase rapidly because now all these restaurants are open up again. And as you, if you watch the labor market and you see where are these jobs being filled, it's mainly restaurant and services, you know? Um, and so as, as uh, restaurants started opening up, and I remember looking around here in Houston, every restaurant I went to had a, you know, help wanted sign. Everybody was short-staffed, but people were not going back to work because they're kind of enjoying their their money, you know? They're kind of hanging out and, you know, not wanting to go back to work. So we had this huge demand for for people to come back to work. People were not going to work. So we had 35 months of consistent job growth. We had, in March of 2022, we had over 12 million job openings. So we're now, we are down to about 6 million or so, uh, 8 million, 8.7 million job openings now. So it's cooling. Um, we'll just have to see how that ties into back to consumer sentiment. How, how much will they spend? Right. And I think that very situation, uh, you know, was part of the difficulty in controlling inflation. Absolutely. It, you know, you know, people have money. They all want to go out. They all want to spend money. They want to go travel. They want to go to restaurants. And, uh, you know, uh, restaurants couldn't keep up. I know that. I know United Airlines even because they had laid off a, uh, uh, a lot of pilots had taken early retirement due to COVID now, all of a sudden, this huge demand came in uh, for pilots, and they didn't have enough pilots. So I know uh, a lot of airlines had shortages of pilots. Uh, so, you know, the consumer is very resilient, and the consumer is very resilient because they had a lot of savings that they were just sitting on. So as, as an inflation gets back in line, you know, the Fed's wanted 2%, they're getting 2%. Um, how do you think that? in 2024 is going to impact the, the corporate profits? So with corporate profits, uh, again, consumers had money to spend. They didn't care if prices went up. In a normal scenario, in a normal economic scenario, prices go up. People will kind of hold back a little bit because uh, prices are, are, are too high for their budgets. And then uh, prices will start coming back down again. But uh, you know, these last, especially 2023, you know, prices kept going up because people had money to spend and, you know, they didn't really care. They were liquid, right? Uh, people were sitting on a lot of cash. They didn't care. So now, uh, you know, we, if you, if you go to our website, uh, www.albanyparkcapital.com, uh, I'm posting in an article called four trends to look for in 2024. And there on, on that article, I posted a really nice chart. That's, uh, that was put together by Deutsche Bank, which is showing how the accumulation of savings by the consumer is depleting now. And so initially they thought that by um, December of last uh, of 2023, most consumers would, would have their savings depleted. They've readjusted that to about December of 2024. At some point, consumer savings will deplete. When they deplete, people will start holding back. 
as they hold back, the corporate profits will start going down. Now, the question is, as corporate profits go down, the, the, the reaction that corporations in the United States have is start laying people off, which will increase unemployment, which will start the cycle of people don't have jobs now, they don't have savings anymore, they're not going to spend. And that'll start the, the deflationary cycle. Do you think that'll also uh, make the feds uh, reduce rates? Or do you think that they hold steady and let this thing play out? No, I, I think that, uh, so indications are that they're not going to reduce rates until, until the middle of 2024. Now, if the Fed starts reducing rates earlier than that, they have really very rarely been ahead of the game. They did a good job with the soft landing. You know, we didn't really hit the recession that we thought we were going to get. Um, uh, if they don't speed up the reduction of the rates sooner than June, then I think we will see a mild recession. We will start seeing unemployment numbers go up. However, this is an election year. So there's a lot of political back and forth as to whether the Fed will allow that to happen, you know. People don't like voting for an incumbent president if they don't have a job. Well, with all these trends happening, um, where do you see our bread and butter going, the, the real estate market? So um, I think that the real estate deals are going to start picking up. Uh, I think the Fed will start reducing rates sooner than June. Um, again, because it's an election year, they have a lot of political pressure they can't start seeing unemployment numbers go up. Um, they can't uh, start seeing corporate profits go down. You know, uh, one of the things that Biden is going to tout in his uh, re-election is going to be, look at my unemployment numbers. Look at, you know, the S&P, you know, because I know I was actually reading an article where Donald Trump was trying to, you know, one of his campaign slogans was going to be, you know, you're, 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 the stock market is not doing as well. Unfortunately, the stock market is doing better. You know, 24% jump last year is, is a great jump. Um, but uh, so I think that uh, they're going to try and keep it steady. They're not going to let the recession hit. Or if it, even if it's a slight mild recession, they're going to try and keep the unemployment numbers low. They're going to try and keep the S&P high. Yeah, no, it'll be. Um, you're right. I think politics is going to have a big, uh, a big play in in how this year turns out, how quickly the Feds uh, start, uh, you know, maybe letting off a little bit and, and allowing some reduction in rates. I think that the, um, you know, the unemployment thing is is a little bit scary, but man, for the past thirty five months, like you said, it's been so positive, and and there's still eight point seven million openings uh, at the end of December. Um, you know, where is that, where does that line disappear? When does it fall off? Um, we've got savings, I guess, readjusted through 2024 now, um, before they're depleted. So there's some good signs that, uh, you know, this thing, you know, if it is a recession, maybe it is just a small one. Yeah. And, and if the, if the Fed starts, and again, you know, the, I always felt, uh, that the bond market is a much better indicator of which way things are going. And one of the one of the bonds that we follow is the ten year treasury, and the ten year treasury has gone from, you know, a six percent yield to down to almost a three percent yield, a four percent yield right now. Um, and uh, 
uh, I think it was 3.95 this morning. Um, I think that's a much better indicator of how things are going uh, as, the, as the Treasury yields start going down some more. You know, if the Fed just does a little bit of a reduction, maybe a, a quarter point reduction in maybe March, the stock market will still keep going up. People will still, because they're, they're sentiment, right? It's consumer sentiment and corporations uh, do their planning based on consumer sentiment, right? Who is going to be buying? Um, and how does the consumer feel? Are they confident enough to go buy that new car? You know, and if you look again, the automobile market, you know, whereas last year you had to, any kind of a car that you wanted to buy, whether it was a used car or a new car, you were paying above market value. I mean, most new cars even were wanting, you know, five and $10,000 above MSRP. Now you're starting to see the ads where 2.9% APR financing. So corporations are already planning for this push in the consumer buying the new car. Going back, the housing market is doing starting to do well again because interest rates dropped down to almost 6.5% again. Uh, 30-year mortgage rate dropped down to 65 from a high of 8. So people are going to start coming back into the market again. And if the Fed does the smart thing and drops the interest rate by a quarter point, maybe in March, real estate deals will pick up, corporations will start putting in investment, and you won't have this unemployment problem. I think I think one thing for sure, Jay, is that at least I think um, for me, I'm feeling a little bit more positive about 2024, um, hoping all these trends keep going the right direction that uh, will free up some capital and get some of our real estate deals moving. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I'm I'm actually feeling good about 2024. I think that uh, the real estate market is going to start picking up again. Uh, I think the stock market is going to do well as long as interest rates start going back down, which I think that Jerome Paul, again, hats off to him, did a good job of of doing this a softer landing. Uh, we're expecting a deeper recession. We may still get, I th- still think that if they don't act soon enough, we will still get a recession, maybe a mild one. But uh, all indications, again, from the bond market are that uh, uh, the deals will start happening in 2024, especially real estate deals with interest rates going down. Well, if you guys want to dig a little deeper, uh, Jay wrote a wonderful article on AlbanyParkCapital.com about these four trends for 2024. And uh, grab you a Kajonu and uh, enjoy this white label is a, a really good smoke. Yeah, this is a really good uh, afternoon smoke. Uh, this is a white label 2012 by Tatuaje. And, you know, grab yourself a cigar and uh, read some of the articles we have on, on our website. They're all free articles. Uh, you know, go ahead and subscribe to Albany Park Capital uh, on our YouTube channel. And, you know, go make some money in 2024.